Welcome to the Innovation World Podcast, your go-to source for all things innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. Our website is www.innovationworld.org. Welcome to the Innovation World Podcast Series. My name is Julie Shively, and I'm the founder of Innovation World, a resource for innovators, inventors, and educators throughout the world, and the co-founder of the Global Innovation Field Trip. Thank you for joining us today. Um, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Jake Mendelson. Say hello, Jake. Hello, Jake. How are you? <laughs> wow. We have a really great program today, Jake. I'm very excited. We have um, a guest with us today who I've been thinking about for a very long time. I think I met this guest maybe um, about a year and a half ago for the first time watching him and his brother um, on the global innovation field trip presenting very excitedly to the whole world about all of the things they'd already invented. And I've wanted to have him on ever since. And I'm so glad that we finally reached out to him and that he was available. Um, before we get started though, what do we have coming up? Oh, the global innovation field trip, January 15th and 16th. It's a 24 hour online multi-country collaboration celebrating young innovators and programs who inspire and support innovation throughout the world. If you have an interest in presenting to the world your innovation story, go out to globalinnovationfieldtrip.org and fill out a request to uh, present and we'll let you know if you made the cut and we'll see you then on January 15th, 16th. Any other upcoming work? Jake, that we no, no, that's really, that's really exciting. But you also might want to mention that at that same website, they can see recordings of the past presentations. Uh, we've been doing this now for quite a while, Julia. Seven Almost, events, seven, seven events, events, and four hundred and seventy-seven interviews. Yeah, presentations. Uh, yep, from and from forty-seven countries. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. And yeah. our guest today has been on at least once, if not multiple times. And I think we even talk about the last time he was on here shortly. So would you like to do the introductions, Jake? Well, no. <laughs> Great. Well, what we have in, in GIFT, we have lots of different people, some, some very old people and some very young people. And uh, Robbie Zickman is one of the most interesting people, regardless of his age. And he has been rather creative and doing lots of different things. Hopefully we can get him to talk about some of the things he is doing in the UK, but also what he is doing in other countries. So Robbie, would you like to uh, tell us more about yourself? Hello, I'm Robert and uh, I've been on GIFT more times and I've made more inventions. So first I've made, I've innovated the table to a camping table for soil of sand because when we went camping, the wind would blow down our camping table and then everything would fall off the table. So I made a table with sharp legs, which are extendable and you can make these sharp legs longer or shorter so then you can put them in the ground and it also solves the problem of a table on uneven soil. Then I invented a paper hand which 
after you wash your hands in the bathroom, you put it on your hand and you open and you get out of the bathroom without actually touching the handle of the bathroom to get all those microorganisms because every top everybody touches the door the bath the handle of the bathroom door and last but not least i invented this one with aaron it was a irrigation system because when we would go on holiday the our plants would die so we made a system that would check the humidity of the soil and would and would water the soil when there was too little humidity wow you've been very busy robbie very busy but you forgot some important things to talk about in the beginning so who are you where do you live how old are you um what college are you going to Firstly, I don't go to college. Um, well, I'm nine could. years. Uh, I'm nine years old, almost ten, and I live in the UK. But I know to speak a bit of Romanian. I'm still. I, I still think you could go to college right now, Robbie. I'm telling you, you made an irrigation system. At age nine, or were you seven or eight when you made your irrigation system? I think I was around eight. I mean, that's that's just uh, incredible. And um, so how many different plants will your irrigation system water? At the moment, I've only managed to make it water one. But in the future, I'll make it water more. Okay, so there's some type of sensor in the soil? Yes. Okay. A humidity and it, sensor. Humidity sensor. And when the sensor gets to a too low a threshold or it's not humid enough, then what happens? And then it uses a straw system. So a motor dips a straw in a cup and it gets some water. And then um, it tips the straw the other way and the water goes out of the straw into the soil. It has to do this lots of times to get enough water, but another thing I might improve is to make a pump instead. Although that would represent gradual watering, which would be more natural anyway, right? All the water doesn't fall in one big thump, it, you know, it yeah. gradually falls over time, so that's great. Do you think that um, it would work for all sizes of plants, or do you have to do some modifications in the future depending on the size of plant? Uh, I don't think it's the size of the plant that matters. It might be the amount of water that is needed that matters and how tall the plant pot is because then you'll have to lift the motor and the cup of water. Robbie, this is fascinating, but I have a question. How did you learn how to read the sensor and, and how to control the motors? Well, um, I'm fascinated by robotics and I do robotics classes and I also found this robot called Microbit on Google and there are some courses on there of how to use it and, and from there I figured out how to use a humidity sensor and how to code the motors. 
So you you've gone, you've gone online and you took online courses. Yes. So this sounds like something that anybody could do. Any student around the world could do the kinds of things you're doing. Yes. Yes, but you have to come up with the idea. You have to actually have this problem. If you don't have plants, it might be harder to think of this problem. Wow, that, that's pretty exciting. So you've been on GIFT, but has anything else interesting happened to you? Have you been anywhere else, done anything else? Well, yes, I've done robotics contests before. Um, but have you been on any oh, internet or I've, television? I've done some TV shows. I've done TEDx and Dragon's Den. What's Dragon's Den? That sounds a little scary. It's like an American show um, where um, you um, show something like an invention or you want money to make something. And then um, if you manage to um, make them understand why you need the money, you ask for the amount you need and if they want to give it to you, then um, they make you do a few steps like tell them the business plan and then you get the money to actually do the business. But you have to give them some profit from your business. In the United States, we have a show called Shark Tank and that sounds like what this is. So you were on something called Dragon's Den? And yes. And where was that? In, in UK, it's called Dragon's Den. And oh. um, I did this one in Romania. And it's called Lines Empire in Romanian. Oh, so you went to Romania and you yes. presented? And who did you present to? Who was watching you? And there were four or five judges. And that's who I had to convince about my inventions. And, and who were the judges? What Were they little children? No, they were not little children. They were um, business managers. They were very in, um, intelligent business managers that all had successful businesses. And did they like your idea? Well, yes, we asked for 40,000 euros for, and we'd give them 40% of the profit we got. And they said, yes. So now we're thinking of how to make the business plan. Wow, that's very, very impressive. Can I ask, was that competition all children that were presenting or were you amongst adult presenters as well? And we only did this one at a time, so I was like, uh, not. it was not very common for them to have children as far as I understood, but they had a lot of adults trying to convince them. Wow, that's pretty incredible, Robbie. Very incredible. They were, the judges were very good investors. Of course they are. So did you present one of your inventions or you presented multiples of your inventions um, to them? 
Me and my brother Aaron presented four of our inventions. So I presented the um, the paper hand, the camping table for soil and sand, and the um, irrigation system. And Aaron presented his magic globe, which makes holograms. So, so Aaron is your brother. And he's your older brother, and he's like, what, 18, 19 years old, and he's really in he's, charge? He's not my older brother. He's my younger brother. Oh, How old is he? He's, he's seven years old now. So I want everyone to realize <laughs> that Robbie and his brother are working, but Robbie is the older brother. <laughs> Incredible. So um, before we started the show, your mom was telling me that you have selected your, you think you have selected your business name. Can you tell us yes. what that is so people can watch it's, for you? It's Zickman Bros. And we're thinking about designing a logo and making the online app. And we're making and that, a bit of progress. And then this is where you will sell your paper hands and your camping table for soil. Yes, that's hand. yes, that's where we're selling all our inventions. So we are in the process of opening Zikman Bros, but we've still got a long way. Yes, but now you have investors to help with that. So that's that's very exciting. Many people start off businesses and don't have that kind of support. So I congratulate you for that effort and for being brave enough to go on a uh, television show and ask for money like that. I mean, I can't imagine doing it myself. Was the that reason, hard? Yes, it was hard. And the reason I chose to actually do this is because everything I'm doing is because um, we've harmed the world enough with everything we've done so far. We're, we are not here to harm it. We are here to help it. We all want a beautiful and clean house, don't we? Yes, we do. So how did you decide to go on Romanian television? Well, I speak Romanian. That's very interesting. And you're living now where in the UK? Um, in Sheffield, Dinnington, Sheffield. Very impressive. All right, Rob or Bobby, I've got to ask you because it's one of my questions, one of my favorite questions and one I sent to you and I just wanted to know if, if there were anyone in the world that you could have lunch with today, who would you pick to have lunch with and what would you ask him as a first question for her? I might go to lunch with God and ask them if um, how I could time travel. And then I could go back in history and find out about the gaps in history that we don't know about. Also, um, I would like, I'm interested in how time passes differently on other planets and um, how gravity affects planets. And would the gravity be different in ancient times? Robbie, <laughs> I know your mother is, listen, is listening to this and I just want to tell her that is the most mature answer I have ever heard 
That is just incredible. Um, and if you do go back in time, can you take me with you? Okay. I guess that's a yes. <laughs> I have to find a new co-host then. So I'm not sure if that, can we work that out some other time, not right now? Okay. I've not, I've not figured out how to time travel yet though. How incredible. So let's see, did you tell me you were nine years old, almost 10? Yeah. Okay, picture yourself. Now, wait a minute before I ask that. How old were you when you thought of your first invention, even if you weren't old enough to figure out how to make it? How old were you? Mm, seven. All right. So seven. And now at almost 10 years old, you have at least three, four marketable ones, not even counting all the other things you probably thought of and started creating that you just haven't finished yet. So tell me, what is... Robbie look like when he's or what will Robbie be doing when he's 15 years old if I can't be a full-time time traveler I would like to um look at how time um I'd like to look at what we can do now like um what inventions can we do could we make an artificial tree that does photosynthesis artificially, but works all the time? Or uh, how can we move at the speed of light? Is that actually possible? This is what I would dream to do. <laughs> I can imagine how difficult it must be for you to sit through a regular school day. Yeah, also, um, if we could go far enough, are there other life forms out there? Do they need exactly what we need to live? Air, water and food. What are their forms? How do they communicate? If they met us, would they be friendly? <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> well, Robbie, this has been very interesting. I. I am very depressed now, though, because these are all wonderful things, and I, I can't wait until you are 15 years old and you can get some of these answers. Thank you. So um, what are you working on next? Now I'm thinking on working on um, a puddle bridge, because when I get out of the car and there's a puddle, um, and I've got something in my arms, I don't like to step in it. So I'd like to make a bridge that you can easily launch and then you can walk over it with your heavy thing in your arms and then you can put it back easily or take it with you. That's very interesting. You, you know, Julie, we, we've had other student inventors on before and they've always talked about things and they're talking about how much money they can make. And, and all of Robbie's inventions are making the world better for people. Every one of his inventions helps people. And I, I'm very impressed. Yep. I think some of the best inventors invent with empathy, and you certainly do that. I'm very interested in your time travel um, or your, your desire to be a time traveler. And I, I, I hope that you're one of the people that discover how to make that happen. I think it's, it's very exciting. And um, just think about the things you could do if you could go back. 
and you can make changes to things that have happened, things that are bad for our world or things that are hurt our environment that you could maybe change that direction a little bit so that it didn't happen. That would be really very interesting. So do you have anything else you'd like to share with us, Rob? Oh, I know, I'm sorry. I know that you have participated in some of the challenges that are hosted by the inventfuture.global organization. I know you were most recently in a summer challenge where I think you met another student from a different part of the world and you guys decided on your own to come together and do a presentation at the last global innovation field trip. Am I right? Yep. Was that Hoshika? Yes. And where is Hoshika from? India. Okay. And so two kids from totally different parts of the continent found each other and decided to collaborate and do something together. What did you present about at the Global Innovation Field Trip in October? We presented about what is space. And... Um, we went to like space is not empty, like it has lots of suns and planets. We've not reached the end of it, so you can't say space is empty or we've gone at it. We would have gone through it and already said there's nothing in this empty space. Why are we still exploring it? But we are exploring it because we know that there's a lot of unknown things out there. And we are still thinking that there are lots of new things out there, like new life forms. I want to congratulate you on um, taking that chance and working with somebody else. I think some of the best innovators out there understand early on that they can do really good things, but they can do even better things when they're collaborating with other people from other parts of the country. And I think that was a big step on your part and Hoshika's part. And I congratulate you and hope that you will do it again. I hope that you will find other students to collaborate with. And then maybe someday you guys will all be on the same ship traveling far away. One thing I'd like to tell everybody who's listening, anybody can invent or innovate and if you want a problem look around you like um, if you've got a little baby and he's always crying think of something that is not too expensive but could calm him down and would be effective enough or um, if you've got a very cloudy mirror why not think of a mirror with wipers that could keep cleaning the mirror sometimes observe around um, look around you observe what is happening like um how fast is grass growing now if you want it to grow faster do something so it grows faster think of something that could make it grow faster You know, I, I hear a lot of people that talk about how important it is to listen. And I think what you're also saying, how important it is to watch and to observe. And also think about humanity. Um, don't just think about yourself or your family. If one child is hungry, you can't be happy. Think like you are a piece of a machine. 
if you don't work, the whole machine can't work. Like um, all the animals that are getting extinct, they've not done anything, only we have. So why should they be extinct? We should be getting the punishment for all this. Or we can try to fix it and then nobody will have to have any punishment. Can you move to the United States? We need you here. <laughs> I think we need you everywhere, Robbie. I think you just I need can, to clone yourself. That's got to be on your list. Clone. We can be a big um, family, the Earth family, and then we'll be able to give each other ideas and everything we need. Then we can all be everywhere if we're one big Earth family. I couldn't agree with you more. Robbie, I want to thank you so much for your time today and um, look forward to following your journey um, for the rest of my life. So, and we'll watch the, watch for the Zickman bros to come out and to uh, become a huge hit and, and sell lots of these very practical, practical inventions you've created and we'll do everything we can to help you. And again, thank you so much. Thank you. You're so welcome. Much. You're welcome. Okay. And with that, I think we'll go ahead and close the uh, Innovation World Series podcast. For those of you who want to learn more about Robbie Zickman, you can find him on the globalinnovationfieldtrip.org website. He's on there just about every gift. You should find his name somewhere on the presenters page and you can watch some of the other things that he's done and, and keep an eye on him in the future. I'm sure he'll probably show up at the January 15th, 16th event and have some wonderful information for us at that time too. Jake, any parting words? No, uh, Robbie ended it very well. <laughs> that he did. Thank you much and we'll see you very soon. Bye. Bye, Robbie. Thank you for joining us today for the Innovation World podcast. Innovation World is your go-to source for all things innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. Our website is www.innovationworld.org.